Well, hello there, and thank you for tuning in to We Just Like to Talk. I'm your host, Becky. And I'm Ben, and this is a podcast for easy listening about hard subjects. And today we will be discussing what we are watching on TV. Excellent. Let's get into it. hopefully be pretty interesting because you and I have overlapping interests in certain cases. We're going to talk a little bit about one of our favorite shows that we love to watch together, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We're also going to talk about where our interests don't overlap, so areas where I nerd out or you nerd out about slightly different types of TV shows. Uh, We also have a little mini game that we've prepared where uh, we're going to try to describe TV shows that one of us has never watched before. Yeah, sounds like fun. Okay, so to start things off, let's talk about Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Good old Buffy. We love her. Yeah. While you were still living in Thunder Bay, we got into the habit of you coming over to my house and we would cook together, right? Because you wanted to learn some cooking skills before you went to Montreal and expand your repertoire. Mm-hmm. We cooked some amazing meals like pad thai, chorizo orzo, lasagnas. Thanks to Ben, I am now officially a real housewife, so <laughs> I have lots to thank you for on that end. I, d- I don't know if I want the credit for that. Oh, it's good. Trust me. Okay. Um, But yes, cooking is a whole other podcast topic that we could do for sure. Um, But I think it was the very first time that we cooked together, like that we after we'd actually sort of started the plan for you cooking, that we were just sitting there and you were just like, want to watch Buffy? Mm -hmm. And it's funny because around that same time, I was planning on rewatching Buffy anyway. So I was like... Yes, I would like a partner in crime to watch this with, so it was perfect. I don't know. Maybe maybe we watched the first episode even before we started cooking together. Like, I think it was just a case of you were just here, and we yeah. had some time to kill, and you're like, do you want to watch the first episode? And then, you know, the first time we cooked together, you're like, let's, let's watch another episode of Buffy, and that became kind of our thing. We'd cook and watch Buffy. Yeah, I think the latter is correct. Yeah, so... It just became this nice little thing where it's like, you know, every week or every two weeks, you'd come over, we'd cook a new dish usually, um, except when we were just so obsessed with the chorizo orzo, we we're just like, do you want to cook that again? <laughs> yeah, I want to cook that again. Uh, so we'd do that and then we'd watch, sometimes we'd just watch one episode, sometimes we'd watch two episodes, sometimes you would keep, if it, if it wasn't a work night for me, you would keep me up until like one or two in the morning and we'd get through like four <laughs> episodes of Buffy. Um, yeah. I think there was one there was one holiday, it was like Christmas time or something, and you stayed and it was like a two AM night and we watched like we we made Arancini balls and uh that took most of the afternoon, so we got through like seven episodes of Buffy. It was amazing. Yeah, that was awesome. I think that's yeah. the most we watched and that was yeah, that was a great day. Um <laughs> and also we should mention that since I've moved to Montreal, we continued this lovely tradition of 
yeah. watching Buffy together uh, via video chat. Yeah, I love it because it makes me feel more connected to you. I get to see you while we're watching the TV show together. We just, we sync it up. To, we, we try to start it at the same time and we get it synced up and then mm-hmm. we just watch it together. And We have our snacks. Yeah, we snack. We have dessert or something for watching it in the evening. And mm-hmm. I, I love, because I love your reactions. I love, <laughs> you know, you'll swear when something happens or... You'll comment on like shirtless Spike. It's just like me comment on a on a half naked guy. Never. <laughs> so it's it's so much better than watching it by myself. I agree. I love it. We will devote entire episodes to talking about Buffy, and we will pick it apart, and we'll talk about our favorite characters and our favorite episodes and seasons and stuff. Do not worry, podcast listeners. If you like Buffy, <laughs> there will be much more content to come. If you don't like Buffy... You can skip those episodes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. This is our podcast. <laughs> Let's talk about shows that we are currently watching. For those of you that know me, y'all know that I have an affinity for extremely trashy TV. How trashy? Oh, the trashier the better. Although it's not tra- it's not trashy in the way that you think. It's because I, I don't know. There's certain shows I just like won't touch. Like... The new, like, Jersey Shore reboots, that doesn't really interest me. The Keeping Up with the Kardashians, yep, I watch it. The Real Housewives, yeah, I watch Orange County, Beverly Hills, New York City. I'm particularly obsessed with The Real Housewives. I aspire to be them and or to be one. You know what? I aspire to be a Real Housewife of Montreal. You never know. Might happen. There is something about, you know, reality TV that I really do like. I think it's because it's so mindless and you can kind of just put it on and not really pay that much attention but still get like an entertainment factor with it. Yeah, I see that. Mhm. Yeah, I don't I don't really watch a lot of voyeur reality TV like you're describing. Mm-hmm. Um I I like reality TV shows some of the competition ones. Um I like the ones on the Discovery Channel like Canada's Worst Driver because those are actually super educational. Mm-hmm. Um and I find that they're also very good spirited. Like I find a lot of reality competition shows, there's so much drama and there's so it's so contrived and they're yeah. so nasty to each other. And I'm not interested in watching that. But things like Canada's Worst Driver, they're just like so good natured and helpful and it's interesting. Um, but I, I will confess that one reality TV show I do enjoy uh, as a competition show is Hell's Kitchen with Gordon Ramsay, mm-hmm. uh, purely because I love watching him yell at people. Um, I love that. I love that you just said you you don't like the you don't like the um, drama and you love the good natured of of uh, Canada's first driver. And then you're like, yeah, but I love watching Gordon Ramsay because he yells at people. <laughs> yeah, it's I'm a total hypocrite in that sense. You are absolutely <laughs> right. Um, it, it's it's about as trashy as you can get when it comes to reality competition <laughs> shows. It is so contrived. It is so staged. Um, like you can tell if you're I, I that's what I like about re- reality TV shows with those competition shows is like watching them watching how they've edited the show to present a certain narrative right and that takes a lot of skill when when you're an editor and a producer on those shows so I I For quite sure. admire watching that that artistry um and watching Hell's Kitchen and watching I'm like where do they find these people because they have to pick people who are, they know are just going to go off and just give them good sound clips and stuff and I'm like wow, like respect to the casting directors here because they've found the right combination of people. You know, they during the auditions process, they filter out all of the people who are 
too nice or too even keeled or too level headed to make for good television, right? Like, yeah. I would never, I would never get on a reality TV show because I would just be like, sure, whatever, it's chill, fine. Yeah, that's where you and I differ, my friend. Um, I know. <laughs> my claws would be out for the killing. So, other than Real Housewives, which I think we could get into for a moment here, um, is there any other like reality TV shows that you're really watching right now? Um, the other one that I'm watching is sort of like a spinoff of, of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's called Vanderpump Rules. I am also equally obsessed with this one. Um, lots of drama, lots of, uh, you know, f- friendship stuff, relationship stuff. But yeah, it's very entertaining. I actually met two of the cast members from the show recently, so that was kind of cool. Would Would you say that one of the attractions for reality TV for you is that because the people on these shows are so much larger than life that you can just sort of sit back and and bask in the drama, the melodrama of it all? Yeah, for sure. And and they have such distinct um, personalities. Like, they are who they are through and through. And I think that's what I love the most. It's like, yeah, they're 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 larger than life personalities and they're so oblivious to like other things and other people and they kind of just do whatever they want and it just amazes me. I love it. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Um so tell me because I'm somebody who for the record I've only seen like one episode of The Real Housewives and we could talk about that. But tell tell me mm. for for somebody who's a Real Housewives neophyte here. Uh, what do I need to know about this show? What, what's it about? Why are there so many different places? And uh, how, did, how did you get into watching it? And, and why, why is it so fascinating to you? I love seeing the different personas, the different styles that they each have. Like, I made my roommate watch a little bit of the Orange County Real Housewives. And she's like, oh my God, they just all look alike. And I was like, yeah, they do. It's like bleach blonde hair toned bodies fake boobs tanned but like in the in a gross way like kind of like orange like oompa loompa tanned so yeah i don't know i i think i think it just depends on your preference like how much drama do you want right like that's where i would start and then what kind of scenery do you like like do you want the beach do you want um skyscrapers do you want big mansions do you want luxurious lofts it just depends. There there must be a BuzzFeed quiz for which Real Housewives series would you most like to watch? Um, I yeah. know there's a BuzzFeed I know there's a BuzzFeed quiz for which Real Housewife are you because you've made me take it. <laughs> and Ben, are you willing to disclose which Real Housewife you are? Uh, I will do that for you, Becky, yes. Also because we are both the same Real Housewife, apparently. That we are. Not surprised. Yeah, we're... We both got um, Lisa Vanderpump. Who, might I add, is the richest housewife out of the entire franchise. So not a bad person to be. Yeah, we just have good taste. Um, <laughs> but yeah, you, me, and our, our friend Amanda, we, we sat down. We watched a single episode of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills once because I was just like, I need to know why you're talking about this. Um, and I I always like trying new things and exposing myself to new stuff. So I, I think I was expecting more over-the-top drama just from what i had heard about the show and actually watching it uh, it was it was less about the drama and it was more about their relationships 
among the housewives and kind of like updating us on what each housewife was doing in terms of her goals and her pursuits because some of them have like businesses some of them have um you know these side hustles that are going on some of them are like renovating their houses or whatever so it's like for the the longtime viewers these are ongoing projects and storylines and so each episode just sort of uh, uh carries that along just a little bit mm-hmm. okay so let's talk a little bit more about TV shows that we're watching, maybe not reality TV shows, but more like scripted TV shows. Yep. Right now, I'm finding that most of the TV shows that I'm watching are, I, I prefer to rewatch TV shows I've already seen. Mm-hmm. Um, probably because, and we've talked a little bit about this uh, separately before, like we have a little bit of commitment phobia sometimes, I think. It's like, ah, oh, like, do I want to try this new show? Which it's weird to say this out loud. Because it's not like once you try a show, you have to watch all of the show. You could just not watch any other episodes of the show. Um, but I, I know that people listening know exactly what we're talking about. Yes, and I have the same phobia when it comes to movies. So, Yeah, I, I would rather rewatch a movie I've seen before than try a new movie. Because I'm like, if I watch a new movie and I don't like it, I feel like I've wasted an hour and a half to two and a half hours of my life. Yep. Yeah, so I'm rewatching a lot of old TV shows. Um, as far as far as new TV experiences go, uh, I'm really enjoying a TV show. It's on, I think it's on the CW, but I'm watching it on Netflix because they they do the thing where they release a new episode on Netflix at the same time every week. And I'm watching Black Lightning. So that's a a minor DC Comics superhero who has a TV show. It's a it's about a black superhero in a predominantly black community. Uh, fighting back against government machinations, experiments on the black people in this community. And it's it's a really cool uh, TV series because you know, the, the cast is almost entirely black and the acting is just so good. At, at its heart, it's a family show because the, the main character, black, black Lightning, you know, his daughters end up inheriting abilities from him and... Uh, so it's all about the the relationship between the two of them and with their father and their mother, um, and it's just it's so well done. And it's one of those things where I feel like it's it's a bit of an overlooked show because it doesn't have the same name brand recognition that something like Supergirl or The Flash. And I really I really enjoyed the first season or so of Supergirl. I really like how that show has like a very it really attempts to bring diversity onto television. Um, but but those shows have like big name brand recognition because of the superheroes that are at the helm of them. Whereas something like black, black lightning, you know, it got buried sort of into Netflix and I just decided I'd give it a try one day and I got hooked right away. And the storytelling is really compelling. Nice. Uh, so yeah, I'm really enjoying that. But other than that, like I started watching Brooklyn nine, nine. Uh, I, I tried watching that when it first came out a few years back and I just, I wasn't feeling it. I'm not a huge like Andy Samberg fan and stuff, but uh, a whole bunch of people kept telling me you have to watch this show. So eventually I got to a point where I was just, I was feeling so down uh, because of things happening in my life. And I'm like, okay, I'll give this another try. And I started watching it and it was just so good. I could put it on at breakfast time in the morning. They're 20 minute episodes. And I, there's just something so nice and positive and light and fluffy about the show. And that's really what I need right now. You know, there are other TV shows like I like Black Mirror. I like some of these darker shows. 
Uh, but I don't really want gritty TV right now, and I find that that's a lot of the TV that's being produced right now. That's what they're offering up is these these very gritty or hyper realistic shows about violence and and crime and stuff. And and I'm not saying those are bad TV shows. I get why people like them, and in certain mindsets, I do like them. But that's not what I'm into right now. I need comfort TV. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on that. Like, there's so many shows that I would love to be watching, like The Handmaid's Tale, but it's just too, it's too, it's too realistic and it's uh, too dramatic. And I think that instead of like uplifting you, it kind of just brings you down. And sometimes you just need something that uplifts you. I completely agree. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been really getting into. Uh, I've got like nostalgia for shows from. Not necessarily childhood, but like my teenage years. So I've been trying to get back into things like Kim Possible. and Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. Call me, beat me if you want to reach me. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I've been trying to get back into Boy Meets World. Although the first season of that show is not super good. So mm. I haven't been watching it as, as much as I'd like to. I, I need to get into the older seasons where they're, They've they've started to grow up, and that's where it really gets good. Um, but I'm yeah. I've been rewatching. I'm I'm getting back into these shows that I haven't watched for years and years and years. And then I'm also just rewatching shows like all the Star Treks and stuff, where it's just I'm just constantly re- rewatching those, and I I know all the episodes basically off by heart at this point. Nice, I love that. Yeah, so I definitely love the trashy reality TV shows, but when I want a little break from them, I also enjoy like. A bit of like you know drama series and I love comedy shows um one that I watched like beginning to end and like totally binge watched it was The Office I know some people either love it or hate it but for me I I don't know there's something about the humor it's like stupid and you can kind of just like tune out a little bit but you still have to pay attention to the to the characters and and what's what's happening obviously but it's just like such like dumb ridiculous things that I did really enjoy that show and I enjoyed the relationships between the characters and obviously the characters themselves because they're so unique and I think you know everyone has like a Dwight in their life or um everyone knows like a Jim and a Pam so I, I love the relatability of it and you can kind of find yourself in each of the characters. Um, I also love Game of Thrones and I can't wait for the newest season to come out. Have you watched Parks and Rec? You know, I actually haven't watched Parks and Recs, but that is on my radar. Yeah, my, my friend who, because uh, it's it's done by the same people who did Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So mm. um, my friend's like, oh, you got to watch Parks and Rec. And I'm like, oh, like... Same with The Office. It's it's not that I don't like them, but I just never really wanted to give them a chance. So mm-hmm. I, I know what you mean, though. Like, there's such a commitment with these shows because, you know, there's like six, seven, eight seasons of them. And it's like you don't want to watch up until like season two and then be like, OK, I think I'm going to start something new. Like, I'm an all or nothing gal. So when I'm committed, I'm committed. I mean, I, I just I. I, I do like TV shows that have a large backlog because then I know there's a lot of episodes to come, right? It, it, sometimes if it, if a TV show, if it's like one of those British TV shows that only has you know two seasons of six episodes each, I might enjoy the show, but it's going to be over. Um, but I mean, I guess that, that brings us to the question of do you binge watch shows? 
Yes and no. It depends on the time of my life. Even with like Ozark, I watched, probably took me like two weeks to watch the first season. And I thought Mm -hmm. that was like pretty quick. But then, you know, I tell my parents about it and they watched it in like five days. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I think you you and I are pretty similar in that respect. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. Like the the only thing I really kind of binge are TV shows that I've seen before. Like I just, Mm -hmm. I finished watching Star Trek Voyager and now I've just gone back to watching The Next Generation and... Because I've seen these episodes before, I'll just I'll let them play. I won't necessarily pause them when I get up to go grab a tea or something because I can just hear the episode in the background. I don't have to pay attention to the whole thing. So it's just so easy to just go through a couple of episodes, you know, in a day when I'm I'm kind of just paying attention but not really paying attention to it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's true. That those are always the best. Maybe it depends how how much uh, cognitive effort they require. Exactly. I think that's a good way of putting it. And and yeah, there's TV shows like if I'm watching a new to me TV show, I kind of want to stretch it out. Like when I was watching the, the first season of Black Lightning before the second season, which which just started, um, I was getting to the very end of the first season. And it's like I had like two episodes left and I waited like two whole weeks before I watched the next episode because I was just like, I don't want this to end. I want to stretch it out as much as possible. Mm hmm. Yeah, that's true too. It's like you just you just kind of want to enjoy enjoy the series as much as you can too, not just like blow through them all. So, what's what's in your queue? What's something that like you've put on your Netflix list or You've got in your mind, oh, I want to. Wa- I want to get around to watching that soon, but you're not currently watching it. Let's see. Are you one of those people who adds a bunch of things to your Netflix list, but then you're the things that you know you're never actually going to watch. You've just put them in your list, and that's kind of like the the stamp of death. Yeah, for sure. I'm one of those people. I, I have way too many that are in my queue. Then I'm like, I do not have enough time to watch this. My thing is I put a bunch of stuff in my, my list that I, I want to watch, but it's just too dark or too serious right now for me to actually uh, actually want to watch it right now. Yeah, that's fair. There's so many shows that I put in here. Oh, man. There's so many good ones, too, that I know I want to watch. Okay. Here's – maybe I'll give, like, a list of, like, five. House of Cards, Making a Murder, because I haven't seen that. Riverdale, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I have that in here. The Mindy Project, How I Met Your Mother, and Life in Pieces, which I have no idea what that's about. Hmm, interesting. Yeah, what about you? Uh, I've got things like Altered Carbon, which is a Netflix series based on a book that I really liked. But again, it's kind of like a darker sci-fi series, so not wanting to watch that right now. Um, Stranger Things. Yep. I've, I've seen a couple of episodes of that. I know there's a new season Again, I'm just like, I don't really know if I want that kind of drama in my life right now. Yeah, and I heard it's kind of scary, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I've, you know, I've got a couple, like, documentaries or, or movies in there where it's just like, I'm not sure if I'm in the right mood for this type of movie that I've never seen before. So I'm just going to keep yeah. you on my list for a little longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So just to, just to add a couple more things I've got in my, my Netflix list right now, I have one more episode of The Get Down to watch. And I don't know why I haven't watched it yet. I should just finish that got to finish some black mirror i've been trying to watch it again but you know sometimes it gets a little dark i've had the hundred on my netflix list for a couple of years now and i just have never started watching it 
And um, there's a TV show that I, I have watched it. I'm about 16 episodes in. There's about 80 episodes. It doesn't really have seasons or anything. It's it's called Ice Fantasy. It's a Chinese TV series. Mm. Um, and it's just, it's so fascinating. It's subtitled. And the style of the show is just so over the top. Like the special effects aren't, the special effects are just super hokey CG. You know, there's all these hokey fight scenes. It's It's super melodramatic. So I love it, but... I don't know. It, it's just one of those things where I wa- I'll watch several episodes and then I'll kind of not watch it as much, um, especially because since it is subtitled, you kind of have to pay attention to the TV while you're watching them so you can understand what's going on. Yeah, for sure. I also have a lot of scary movies on my list. And mm-hmm. uh, I, think I've ma- I think I've maxed out on my scary movies recently. Like I can only handle so much scare. So the yeah. ones I do have are... Little Evil, Train to Busan, uh, even though it's not a movie and it's not that scary, but Goosebumps, uh, Gerald's Game, which looks terrifying. Oh, Cabin in the Woods, courtesy of you. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So should we get on to our mini game? Yes, let's play our mini game. I'm super, super excited. Excellent. So... This is how this works. Uh, we've each come up with a few TV shows that we, we know the other one hasn't watched. And so we'll, we'll take turns. We'll alternate. Uh, we'll, we'll name a TV show. And the other person has to try to describe briefly what they think it's about. Uh, and we'll see sort of how, how, not necessarily how accurate we get, but just how hilarious it is when we deviate from what it's actually about. Okay. Let's start with one of the more recent ones that I've seen. Uh, Ozark. What do you think that's about? Okay. All right, well, so I know that it has Jason Bateman and Laura Linney in it. Yep. Uh, Something about people, like, running drugs. Yeah, laundering, yeah, laundering money, yeah. Uh, Oh, sorry, laundering money. Um, And I don't know, is is the conceit that because they're, like, white people, like, middle class, upper middle class white people, they're just kind of not the type of people you would expect to get to get involved in this in this type of criminal life but then they get in way too deep and they just have to keep going and it just gets super dramatic yeah that's pretty dead on nice and what do you think um what do you think ozark is a town yeah okay what like what kind of town do you think it is like a border town a what? What does that mean? What do you mean, border town? <laughs> like a, a town on the border with Mexico. Oh, uh, meh, not really. Okay. Uh. Is it like a rich person town? Nope. The opposite, actually. Okay. Uh, it's 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 kind of like it's almost like a hill like a hillbilly place. Like it's out in the middle of nowhere. You know, the the, the characters are very like redneck. Um. Whereas, like, this family, so Jason Bateman and his wife, move from Chicago to this place called Ozark because they're trying to, like, start a new life. They're trying to, like, you know, create some businesses. And like like you said, it's, the it's like, the least expecting people maybe in, like, the least expecting place. So, good okay. guess. I like it. All right. Uh, we'll start off with, this one's pretty obvious, but Doctor Who. Tell me what Doctor Who's about. Yeah, you say it's pretty obvious, but I've never seen an episode. <laughs> obvious in terms of something that I would pick. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. I thought you were like, yeah, it's super obvious what it's about. I'm like, no. I mean, I, I would struggle to explain what Doctor Who's about. So I'm really curious to see how you do it. Oh, this is going to be so bad, Ben. Okay. So obviously I know this show has been running for a long time. There's different doctors. I don't I don't even know what that means. Like what what this okay, so this doctor has supernatural powers and is trying to fight off these like evil creatures and there's some kind of like there'll always be like a lesson in the show, I'm assuming. <laughs> is it one of those? I don't know. You you're you're going in the right direction. Okay, okay. So uh is it is it that each series has a new doc I'm gonna guess, okay, so each almost each series has a new doctor because you can only be a doctor for so long because you're because you have to pass down your powers or it's like a different like um <laughs> it's like a different like universe. So it's like they go into that um telephone booth thing, which I have no idea what any of that is about. Like they go into a telephone booth and then get like transported to like a different planet. And then, okay, so this is what I, okay, so I think that the doctor is the doctor for only so long because after a while they go into this telephone booth thing, they get transported to a different planet, and then by the way of the universe, another one gets like transplanted in, in the planet that you're watching about. I have no idea. That That is not <laughs> accurate at all, but I think that's a really valiant attempt that sounds that sounds like a cool tv show by itself um <laughs> i think you were you were closer at first and then you just kind of veered way off um right okay okay give me another one okay let's do will and grace my favorite comedy okay i've heard a lot about it from you but yeah. i don't know that much about it uh, yep. i know it's about uh like roommates and will is a gay guy and grace is a kind of like perpetually single person who's constantly <laughs> dating new people okay yeah yeah so that i i know that much because it's a it's a pretty old show like it was on in the 90s right yep absolutely yeah so i, I kind of saw it around I, I know it's kind of a classic tv show um yeah you you have the general like premise of it for sure tell me what black mirror is about Okay, so you you gave me a little bit of a background. Like I I know you said like the series or or I should say like the episodes aren't a continuation, but they're their they're their own sort of story, right? Mm-hmm. It's an so, anthology series. Yeah, so you don't have to watch um the episodes in order. Which I find interesting, but I think it's about more like the future. I'm not gonna say it's like utopian or dystopian. Maybe it's like, I feel like the producers are trying to have like a feel for what the future is going to be like, but then they put like a twist on it. I'm going to just say that the characters are always different. Mm -hmm. Maybe some episodes are darker than other episodes. Yeah, I think that's fair too. I, I would I would say it, it it is kind of dystopian. Okay. Yeah, because it's what it does is basically each episode is a story that looks at how a particular type of technology that exists right now, how how could that make our society sort of worse if we continue to use it or become obsessed with it the way that we're using it right now? Right. Yeah, I definitely want to start watching that show. It sounds really interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. give me another one. Okay. Hmm. What do you think Vanderpump Rules is about? 
<laughs> um, well, I know it has Lisa Vanderpump in it because yeah. it's pretty obvious. Mm-hmm. So it's a spinoff of The Real Housewives. Yep. The rules thing makes me think it's like she gets to lay down the law. So she's kind of in charge of something. And mm-hmm. the drama comes from when people don't do what she says. And then she has to get upset with them and point out that she was right all along because she's Lisa Vanderpump. <laughs> um, how am I doing? Yeah, really good, actually. What yeah. it, like, in in what sense, like, who do you think she's telling, to, sort of, like, telling off or how things should like, be run? Employees? Yes. Close. Yeah, I, I yeah. have no idea. I have no idea what business she has. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Okay, so, yes, you're absolutely right. Uh, Lisa kind of oversees her business and her business is that she owns multiple restaurants in LA. Okay, tell me what you think Charmed is about. Okay, three witches. They... Right so, you're right so far. <laughs> okay, so three witches, and they have to, like, fight off evil together in each episode, and each episode is about, like, a different, like, type of evil, and they have, like, relationships and you kind of see like their characters um i don't i don't know like story evolve i guess you could say yeah i think you pretty much got it yeah they're th- three sisters it's all about mm-hmm. the power of three yeah so yeah. apparently there's a there's a reboot of it that's now started on the cw so i don't know how i feel about that i haven't looked at uh, it yet there's just so many reboots how do we feel about reboots in general i don't know i think I think Hollywood is sort of just like taking it to the extreme like oh this worked in the past why don't we redo this again and it's like well can we not come up with some original content or yeah you know like I'm don't get me wrong I'm all for the Will and Grace reboot because it's just as funny it's relevant for today um yeah so but and that's with the that's with the original actors and stuff right yeah, so, okay, so you're talking about, like, if there's a reboot and, like, different actors? I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily specifying which one, but I, I think yeah. we could distinguish between those two things, right? So, with something like Will and Grace, that's also kind of like the X-Files, where it's like, we're, we're trying to bring back the people who liked the first version of this show, right, and, and capture yeah. that audience again. And then you have the reboots, where it's, like, totally new actors, sometimes, like, with sabrina the teenage witch it's it's almost like it's being reinvented mm-hmm. um you know same like i hear the new charmed is it's you know different characters different names and stuff it's not like the same characters but it's just a similar concept right see I know that i would be less inclined to see because yeah it's like there's still nothing really that original about it like at least like yeah. you said with the sabrina like okay different actors it's darker um yeah there's they've they've changed things they've kept some things the same but i i think that you could definitely watch it even if you haven't seen the original sabrina and still have a good appreciation for the new one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i think you're right so next week we're going to be talking about um a particular author that both of us are fans of that i've introduced you to her name is holly bourne uh she predominantly has written young adult books um, but she's also recently published her first novel targeted towards adults called how do you like me now 
And uh, we both read that and both really loved it. So we'll chat about what her different books are about and why we like them so much. Yay, I can't wait. (laughs) So where can people find you on social media, Ben? People can find me on Twitter. My handle is at TachyonDecay. And I'm also on Instagram. Nice. People can mostly find me hanging out on Instagram at Becky Scotty. Uh, thanks for talking with me about all the TV shows that we're watching and that we like watching. And also thank you for just watching Buffy with me all the time because that is always one of the highlights of my week. Hmm. Right back at you. I love watching Buffy and I love chatting with you. So two of my favorite things as well. 